in a world of video stores and late fees. When movies ain't what they used to be, one podcast will change the world. They will embark on a journey to look at the good and bad movies from the golden era of home video. And things are about to get nostalgic. The VHS will rise and screaming will fall. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dave, this has got to be the worst promo I have ever heard. No, it isn't. If you're going down the route of the video trailer, man, Dave, I want a training montage. Coming soon on a podcast near you. If you listen to one podcast this week, then you're probably listening to Joe Rogan. But if you've exhausted all of the podcasts, then the VHS Strikes Back is one to try. Another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Holland. Hello there, Chris. It is great to speak to you again, and we're going to be covering a bit of The Bachelorette. This is our bonus episode, so this is where we're looking at a bit of the feedback, any kind of things we missed or anything. So, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, we've got to start with, well... We've had an amazing email, but I think you have to read this one out, Dave, because I am getting called out slightly from some of my comments on the episode this week. You know, this is fantastic. So this is from our friend Lauren, who's, as we mentioned last episode, is is in the wars, so get well soon. But uh, she did take the time out, Chris, to call you out. And I I did have to listen back because I didn't really pick up on on this, but... um, We'll we'll cover what you actually think of it once I've read it. <laughs> so it says, first of all, in, in uh, capital letters, Chris, says, Chris, we need to talk. You said Chasen is better than Ed. Ed is a dumpy, cowardly troll with glam muscles, sheltering in the strong but annoying arms of Bennett, <laughs> wandering LaQuinta <laughs> at night like a hapless blind hamster. That might be the greatest uh, paragraph I think we've had, Chris. <laughs> but he's at least an underdog who is good-natured enough to embrace being the butt of the joke. From nursing manchild baby award Carlos, was, was the baby's name Carlos? I've missed that. Um, <laughs> to going along with clearly being made fun of and sent to Chris Harrison's room <laughs> instead of Tasha's. Those pesky producers. Jason, on the other hand, believes his own bullshit way too much. Whether or not his vocabulary is lacking, in brackets it is, it's the seriousness which he takes himself and the clear understanding he has that he is, I admit, grudgingly, vaguely attractive, makes him insufferable. I'd rather watch Ed be a good sport loser than chase and be a self-righteous dickwad any day of the week. I need to come back to that word, dickwad. I, I thought only <laughs> Brummies used that, Chris. But, but clearly it's an international slur. Yeah, um, it's an old one. Yeah. Chris, I hate to say it. I think you have let your eyes eat this meal. You're going to regret it when the stomach pains come later. Dave, who is not in the bad opinion doghouse, 
thanks for bringing up the weirdness of Bennett's story about ending his engagement. Um, sounded like something where I'd need a lot more information. He got engaged and dragged it on and then humiliated her and ended ended it at the last minute because he was using her. Yikes. I would like both of your thoughts on Zach. Chris, consider this a test to win back my respect. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, this is my formal request to have Chris and Dave band reunite for a performance of Mocha Latte by Damar. It seemed like a song with low-key slaps, but Demar's terrible rendition made it hard to tell. I need this performance from you both for research purposes and also possibly as penance for Chris supporting the abominable Jason. Finally, for real, in brackets, I lied before. Thanks for the well wishes and telling everyone Lauren fell down. (laughs) I'm indeed mending and indeed a klutz with brittle vegan bones. Ladies, let this be a lesson. Don't fall down, or if you do, have someone to get it on video. And that's from Lauren Chris. Now, Chris, that is jam-packed, full of loads of good points. But, uh, I mean, let's tackle the first one. Jason's better than Ed, Chris. What, what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> I'll tell you what, Dave. Lauren needs to get back on her fucking feet if she's going to start breaking me down, Dave, because I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I can't have this every episode. <laughs> Look, she, I'd rather she was a fucking peg leg than sending stuff like this in, Dave, calling me out. But no, no, <laughs> she's right. <laughs> Sorry, Lauren. <laughs> Uh, no, I still stand by that. Jason is a complete dick, a complete bellend. But I don't like Ed. I just don't like him, Dave. I just think he's Jason wasn't involved in this episode. And Ed was still being the aggressive little Tasmanian devil that he is, you know, just getting involved in shit. And I know Noah and our second email is quite good, actually. So he's sort of calling me out again for what I thought about <laughs> Noah. I don't necessarily like Noah. However, I just think Ed... Chase and even Bennett now, they're not going to get with Taisha at all, Dave. So it's like you, you seem like them just falling apart completely. Now, Lauren, I appreciate what you've said, and I appreciate that you would rather have Ed over Chase. And Chase is an egomaniac, an absolute egomaniac. There's no two ways about it. I just felt slightly cheated that we had all that drama in the last episode, and then he didn't even feature until the end, until he was like basically saying, See, and you think, Well, what is the point? of that at all but Ed keeps getting a rose Dave and I don't know why it, it was, look at the end of the day if push comes to shove who would you pick I'd probably pick Ed and I'm not going back on what I said if I had to but then he would be the first one voted out if I also had the choice as well once Jason's gone so what can I say Dave Lauren you've done me yes again thank you very much <laughs> Mr Horrocks was very very pleased with this email and uh, I've been called out again Dave you never get called out and I always get called out <laughs> <laughs> oh we're still not the season hasn't finished yet um, I do love that though Ed is a dumpy cowardly troll with glam muscles <laughs> sheltering in the strong but annoying arms of Bennett I mean that that sentence to write there just sums up Ed quite well doesn't it but I, I it sounded to me like you almost because Chasen didn't get any airtime this week you've kind of forgot what a raging fucking bellend he is um not, not that I think it's more because <laughs> I'm invested in him being a complete dick I mean all that wrestling stuff he did the other week 
And it's like, he would have got whipped by any of them guys, but he was making out like he was this absolute alpha male. And he wasn't, he, he, he's got glam muscles as well. You know, Ed's getting called out by a few of them. And I know Ed bottled it when it came to actually face, facing Chasen. But I think Ed would have run an absolute steam train through Chasen if they got down to it, Dave. But Chasen, for some reason, was he was slightly intimidating him. I don't know how, because he was, for me, he couldn't intimidate a fucking, I don't know what, I don't even know what he could intimidate. There was nothing scary about that guy. He was, every time someone says they're tough and they're the Wolverine, that usually means that you're not tough and you're definitely not the Wolverine day. So I had no race in either of these. I just was more invested in it kicking off between them and the fact that that whole drama just fell off a cliff after one episode. That's why I call out the producers and go, why do you even fucking bother? It's not telling me the story I want to see. It's just telling me a load of the drama, which I love. Well, I love the drama, but maybe it's that, Dave. Maybe I'm just starved of the shit that was going on between them. I wanted a punch up, even being honest. <laughs> yeah, you do love that, especially. I think, I think with Love Island, that's that's when you get um, most excited, isn't it? When there's a, there's a bit of drama there, you have to get the bouncers in and stuff. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think the thing is with Ed, like I say, he's, he's kind of like Bennett. You know, he just looks down on everyone, doesn't he? And, and that's the quite annoying thing with Ed. But, um, I, I mean, you know, it's like I say before, Chris, they're all just a shower of bastards. <laughs> you know, yeah, not, none of them are going to be in the final running. Um, no. They're just, you know, deluded if they think they are and, and just probably... You know, there's too much testosterone in there, isn't there? And they're just getting het up about stupid shit. They are, Dave. And what do you think? Because Lauren said, what do you think about Zach, Dave? What are your thoughts before I give my uh, analysis? I can't kind of work him out. I, I just think, look, he's not, he's not one of the ones for me who are just clearly not in the running. So I think he is in the running. I think the other people, you know, that we've seen, uh, not necessarily all the ones that we've seen leave, but, you know, like, I mean, even going back to Claire's part of the season, you know, Joseph being a massive bellend. Well, clearly, you know, he's he's not going to go go to the end. Zach, for me, has been one of the, the least douchey, I think. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm not sure I would put this on Zach because, like I say, I'm still not sure how I feel about Tasha snogging the face off half of the cast. Um, but when they were in the kind of jacuzzi there, you know, it, it, it just, it felt a lot more cozy than I think it should be at this stage, you know? So, um, I don't know. I think he'll be in the final, let's say four. What, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think so, Dave. I think you're right. I think the way that was, he's... (sighs) He's either acting completely, but he seems to have gone completely for Tasha again. And I'm not buying it after two or three episodes, Dave. I know, obviously, it's probably over maybe a week, three or four days, but he's absolutely gone for it. And that's when I don't believe it. And I think he even dropped the famous line of, I just want you to be happy. I just want you to be happy. It's like, shut up, you dickhead. Anyway, Dave, I will say one time. Sorry, I was going to say, you know, it's when they say stuff like, I I think this was chasing, wasn't it? It's like, you know, I, I've never been in love, but, you know, I think this could be the, the time or, or something like that, you know, because I met you like two days ago and we're on reality TV. It's just like, I, again, we we know they're all fake and, and it's just, oh, it's just really annoying. It really great on me. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think Zach's authentic, but like I say, when you're not a massive bellend, it seems like you'll probably go far in this. 
It's true, David. And I think what you've just said as well about the kissing, which we mentioned in the show, Charlene mentioned it on Facebook, Dave, and she even said that as someone who's not really been into the Bachelor Bachelorette, this is probably her first real season of sitting down because obviously she likes listening to what we talk about and that. And she's gone over and, and watched it. And she even said, like, what's the situation with the, all the snogging? It made of, you know, I think she says, like, it was yuck because of everything we're going through in the world. And they're just there every time. It was like they were playing spin the bottle or something, wasn't it? You know, like, it's just a weird, um, I don't think it's disgusting, but obviously the way we're living now, which is ridiculous after nine months, the way the world's spin on its head, it's very glaring, the stuff that you took for granted. You never, I don't even questioned this show nine, ten months ago if this was happening. I just take it as part of the thing. When you watch it, you're like, oh, COVID, COVID alert. What happens if one of them gets COVID? And you're like analysing it. It's ridiculous. But yeah, I must admit, I and you said the same, I found that really difficult to watch this last week really really strange yeah and and you know for our vhs podcast we're doing airplane aren't we and uh you know so the 1980 movie and the there's a bit right at the start where they walk in and the airport is just packed full of people not gonna lie chris it genuinely made me feel a little bit anxious (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a really weird thing. I'm like, I mean, this is like, what, nine months now since we've had social yeah. distancing in, in play? And, and just that idea of everyone being crammed together, I was like, oh, fucking hell, I don't look safe. <laughs> no, <laughs> weird. And, and, you know, <laughs> what were we watching? Me and Sam were watching something. And Sam went, this, oh, we, we watched like Geordie Shaw, which is the English version of Jersey Shaw, which is one of my favourite reality shows. And Geordie Shaw's on, Dave, and they're all filming it in Manchester. Like, a lot of them have moved up to Manchester because it's cheaper. You get more better money than you do in London and all that stuff. And they're there doing stuff. And Sam's like, Sam said to me, why? They're not even, like, they've got, got masks on. They're all, there's no, yeah. I said, well, the thing is, I said, it's a show that's going to be on a, a bit like this. It's like The Bachelor, Bachelorette. It's going to be on demand that, that somebody may pick up in six months to a year's time. They're trying to make it look as normal as possible. Hmm. But there's probably all sorts of social distancing stuff going on. But I totally get it, Dave. I totally get what you're saying. I mean, Sam watches all the soaps. And like, this is obviously, we know we have a lot of uh, US listeners, so please forgive me. But there's a soap called Emmerdale that's been out for years. It's called Emmerdale Farm. It's set in Yorkshire in um, the north part of the UK, a bit northern from where I am as well. And the fucking social distancing on that day, they might as well get a taxi they're that far away when they're talking to each other. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. You see them walking and say someone's having a pop at someone behind them, like, you know, you bitch, or you've slept with him or something. Dave, I'm not joking. The fucking separation between them is ridiculous. (laughs) It's so far (laughs) away. You can clearly see, but a lot of other programs have done that, and they've done that with this because obviously everybody has obviously been tested all the time and all that stuff. But, you know, they've tried to make it that you can pick this up in a year's time and you won't even have to think about COVID. And I think that's quite clever, to be honest. Right. On that point, so we, so we had other special guests coming in, didn't we? I, I can't remember what their names are. They, they're probably from some part of the Bachelor Nation on some previous series, but, you know, two girls that I don't really care about who were... <laughs> <laughs> kind of with um, Tasha, you know, and, and they were doing the whole uh, the fun games and stuff where they were doing the orgasm down the phone and what have you. I'm not having, Chris, that all of these special guests are in that bubble for what? Four weeks before they actually film? 
you know, for a few minutes of screen time, they'd have had to have self-isolated for a number of weeks, you know, and been in that Laquinta bubble. I am calling bullshit on the bubble, Chris. Well, Dave, I if you remember back to Claire, that, that girl who'd been on The Bachelor uh, years ago, hadn't she? And she'd, she'd gone off with the guy, split up with him, she had a husband and kids. We questioned that. Like, that was pretty much early in the season, wasn't it, when she was going on about Dale? We were about two yeah. episodes in. And you're like, well, surely she's had to isolate for two weeks. Surely th- this whole thing has been set up, you know? So yeah. I, I, I've i said it loads of times, Dave, this whole show is so fabricated now. And much I think Tasha's a bit, she she seems more genuine on screen. However, you were right. I thought she'd never done this before. And you said, no, she's been on various other Bachelor type programs, Bachelor in Paradise, things like that. She just hides it better than Claire. Whereas Claire would just, she didn't have a poker face at all, did she, Dave? She didn't go along with the producers and things like that. It's, as much as, I'm going to say something now, Dave. I am really going to say something. <laughs> go on, go on. I can tell. It's going to be controversial. I, I can hear it in I'm your voice. Sort of, go on. I'm sort of missing Claire, Dave, and all the drama, if I'm being honest. I wanted to God. say it the other day, but I'm missing her psychotic fucking ways, Dave, and that is so bad. I'm... I'm Look, I'm handing me resignation right now, Dave, because <laughs> went after her, but yeah, I've sort of missed that real intense drama of Claire. I, you know what, Chris? I'm not going to go quite as far as to say that, but I was thinking back to like the first three episodes, I think it was, and there was so much packed into that, and it really, you know, it really made your blood boil, you know, because yeah, that's she's, she's <laughs> fucking making a mockery of this whole mock show, <laughs> this whole dating <laughs> show that's completely fake. Yeah. <laughs> And I think it does, it It sort of winds you up, but then it leaves you thirsting for, like, more information about it and, you know, going on, you know, trying to find out more about what's going on, you know, because this was filmed ages ago, so what spoilers, you know? Do we know, did she end up with Dale or whatever? I, I think I'm almost with you that although this is more kind of what I thought The Bachelorette would be, you know, and the bits of drama with the blokes and stuff, and I am enjoying it, Chris, but it's not yeah. quite at the peak of like it's Claire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> loving to hate Claire, quite honestly. <laughs> Even that's a bit harsh, but but like I say, loving to hate the fact that the pair of them have just shafted us all as viewers and, and the rest <laughs> of the guys in there. Hey, what the fuck has happened to us? I, mean, <laughs> I, I especially went after her so much, you know what I mean? And it's sort of like the friends situation, isn't it, with Chandler? We said it the other week, you know, I knew it. I'm really dying to see Claire and Dale have split up. They're going to remain friends, but, you know, it just didn't work out. You're going to be like, I, I knew it, you know, because yeah. everybody's, everybody's hovering on Claire's timeline who's into the, in the vaccination or Dale's just to get a little snippet of, you know what, it was all a setup because we all know we've been played, but... I, in some respects, I just missed that. We did get drama that on episode five or four, whenever the first episode after she left with the guys, that's when it stepped up. So we chasing that one it last week or whatever it was. So, so we did have the drama, but yeah, I don't know, Dave. I just, I just slightly missed that psychotic woman, unfortunately. So anyway, anyway, Dave, I'm, I'm sorry about that. And if you want to get a new presenter, Dave, I do. Understand. What I will say is, I think. Claire and Dale will publicly stay together for quite a bit longer as well. I, I just think, I reckon almost the, the backlash, and, and it's not, 
I don't know if we're in the majority or minority, quite honestly. I think the people we speak to, you know, call bullshit on, on Clarendale as well. But, you know, if, if I sort of have a quick look at Instagram, there's a lot of love for them as well. A lot of people who've yeah. drank the Kool-Aid for me, you know, in my humble opinion. But, um, you know, so there's a lot of people backing them as well. But even when you saw the kind of, you know, when they brought Clarendale back, uh, you can see that they pick up on the negative more. So whether wh- whichever the majority uh, opinion is, it doesn't matter. They're, they're picking up on the negative more. So I almost think that kind of in the short term will keep them together for longer because it, it creates a bit of a uh, attitude of, you know, like, well, fuck you, you know, we're happy, you know. It'll be when... Claire starts pushing the babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, you, even Claire's not going to push that quite in the first few months, I don't think. So, um, yeah, let, let's see what happens. But, Chris, I mean, we have fucking ended up just spending about 10 minutes on them two again. <laughs> I know, again, I know. Everyone's going to be like, shut the fuck up, you two. But anyway, Dave, I've got a little bit of Love Island news before I read the second email yeah, we've yeah, had. Don't, don't, don't uh, be skimping on past there. So there was a request in here as well. <laughs> I, I, will just, I will just point out, so I can read this bit out again. It says, this is my formal request to have Chris and Dave, uh, the Chris and Dave band reunite for a performance of Mocha Latte by Damar. Now, I will point out, listeners, that I was the bass player, so I'll, I'll give you a bit of a bass if you want, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> which one is it that? Mocha Latte? Is that the one, Dave? I don't know which one it is. <laughs> I can't remember. Do you... Do you Right, <laughs> we should do our musical episode again. Oh, fucking hell, no, don't direct anybody to that one. <laughs> oh, Comics in Motion, Superman 3 review, episode 50, we did a whole musical review. <laughs> oh my God, it's just there was a couple of songs there that were definitely put on the cutting room floor. Those, those we were the best ones. <laughs> Fuck off, and that Ed Sheeran one that oh I did, Dave, was terrible. Oh my oh, God. Let's see if I could find that somewhere. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not find that, Dave. Fucking, nobody believe I used to be a singer, Dave, yeah. to listen to that. Well, it's... It, it's just, it just wasn't your style, was it? Let's let's put it that way. <laughs> I'll be kind there. Yeah. Um, okay, now, yeah, just a bit. No, you're you're the snarling kind of Liam Gallagher type, aren't you? So Liam Gallagher from Oasis for our for our American listeners. And I know Oasis did do a little bit in the US, but they weren't anywhere near as big as they are in the UK. Chris, I actually think, on reflection, Demar with that Mocha Latte song, I think he should have won that challenge. Yeah, And I just think, coupled with the fact that Bennett won the previous challenge, where he didn't even compete for one of the three challenges, couldn't spell or fucking add up, (laughs) and he still won that challenge. I'm sort of thinking, these challenges mean absolutely fuck all. It's just to fill up a bit of airtime, and ultimately, Tasha's already picked who she's going to go on a date with. Yeah, yeah. It's... uh... I agree. I agree. Dave. But again, is this all producer-led bollocks? You know, there's always going to be a winner. We've been watching I'm a Celebrity. And the one thing I'd say about that, I don't, have you watched any of it this year, Dave? No, no. Right, so, so I'm a Celebrity for all that. I think they do do it in the US, but I'm a Celebrity, get me out of it, is massive in the UK. It's always filmed in Australia, and it's all UK celebrities pretty much. You get the odd American celeb going over there, but most of them are English celebrities, either off soap operas, musicians, you know, there's a lot of YouTubers now and things like that, and athletes. 
but they've had to film it in Wales because nobody can leave the United Kingdom to do it. So they're filming it in this massive castle right near where one of my brothers lives in Wales. And Dave, honestly, a lot of the soul actors and actresses have gone in there and you can clearly see they are playing the part that they've played on the TV show. Like a guy called Shane Ritchie is playing Alfie Moon off EastEnders. Oh, right. And he is, he is, but his mask has dropped. So I think he's quite a good guy and he's got kids and he's, he's literally been picked for every single challenge because people have said like he's just a bit of a moaning get and stuff. But <laughs> he came in there and he was the favourite and he suddenly dropped. But when you're watching them and I said to Sal, I said, what I always struggle with is knowing I've had that, I always go on about this, so I'm sorry to keep repeating myself, but knowing I've had that little bit of an insight behind the curtain of, of the celeb world and TVs and soap operas and that, is how much these people believe that they are like the, the second coming of God, Dave. You know, like just ridiculous. And I think it hides it a bit better watching The Bachelorette. But when I watch I'm a Celebrity, it's terrible because I'm really sat there cringing most of the time, like, oh, I can't watch this. It's just so fake. You know, the, the drama, they're putting like fucking spiders on the heads and that. And I'm not saying that putting a spider under anybody's head or a rat or a snake wouldn't get your ass twitching a bit. And you'd be like, oh my God, if you've got a fear of him, you have a fear of him. I'm never going to doubt that. But it's just so fake and ridiculous. And, and I'm watching that and I'm becoming less attached to it and more attached to the bachelor type stuff, which is probably more producer led than I'm a celebrity. At least they're in a challenge. So it's really weird watching the dynamics of how these show shows like grow and change and what I think of them. I end up just going on my phone and I'm on YouTube then thinking, I can't watch this. It's so fucking fake. You know, and I think the believability of this next few episodes and the like going towards the end of the bachelorette is going to be interesting if we actually buy into it, Dave, because, and I think you're right about Dale and, the, and the, you know, we're going to say Claire again, but Dale and Claire, but you're probably right in the sense of there's more chance of whoever Tasha gets with splitting up straight away than Dale and Claire at the moment, because they're going to prove a point. I think that's a great point you've made, Dave, especially with the TV deals and stuff. I must admit, Chris, I do kind of want to have another look at Alma Celebrity. I, I did catch a little bit when Ian Wright was on it. And um, I, I just like the fact that Ian Wright, you know, he's, he's like he's like a kid who just, you know, has had too much sugar, isn't he? He's, you know, even though he's retired and everything now, more of a football pundit than everything, anything. You can just tell he needs to be stimulated. You know, he needs that mental... Um, uh, he needs to be occupied doing stuff. And uh, in fact, I think he was really struggling, wasn't he? And then a couple of the other lads are making up that, that show song. Um, did you remember the one where they're like, yeah, yeah. what are we going to do today? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Please be quiet. Yeah. Brilliant. They, they made a whole like mini show out of it. So yeah, I, I will watch that at some point. And it was always the... Um, the eating challenges and then the you know crawling through the the uh, tunnel where they drop creepy crawlies and spiders and snakes and stuff on people it's like oh dad you just put yourself in that position and i wouldn't fancy it there well, well i've said this before dave but you know obviously your good co-host here has actually done that didn't i, I did oh, the yeah. uh Bus Tucker Trials. It's not on YouTube anymore, sadly. I've got it on Facebook somewhere, but I had the uh, kangaroo eyeballs, the witchetty grubs, the locust. I did win myself a holiday to Australia in 2010, Dave. You know so what? I've been there, done it. I don't think I've ever actually watched that. I think... I think you should share that, Chris. I need to. Well, well can you seven please forgive me, though? Because at that point in my life, oh, that was actually the week. <laughs> I, no, no, no. That's the actual week, Dave. I started on my proper fitness journey again and i literally was 
eating healthy that week for the first time in about five years because I'm about 19 stone on it, Dave. I actually look like a better kangaroo. So um, <laughs> when, when I dig the video out, I've got it on Facebook. It's not on uh, YouTube anymore because the radio station changed names and they deleted all their old bloody videos, but it was on there as a Bush Tucker trial. And, and, and I did. I went to Australia, went to Ayers Rock uh, with Sam for my birthday. It was 2010, November 2010. And then we ended up going to Alice Springs in Sydney, all paid for. Ten days to Australia, including travel day for fucking killed us but what a trip absolutely amazing uh time we had well i think you should share it on our facebook page and our instagram page i need to find it let me find it today i will i'll find <laughs> it I, I saw it a few months ago dave i think i did it in around august july 2010 but we went on the trip in november because i'd lost a bit of weight by the time the november come round, dave because i looked massive <laughs> when i was doing it originally but i will find it i promise and I'll, I'll put it up there at some point in the next couple of days awesome now chris we've also got another email we have dave we've got an email from our great friend lorraine as well and it's simply entitled truth or dare hi chris and dave just checking in, say, looking forward to hearing your bonus episode on Saturday. Well, here we are, Lorraine. The guys, oh my God, where to start? It's crash court, car crash TV, but brilliant to watch. I agree with you about the editing, but no, it definitely looked guilty. I subscribed to the Bachelorette USA Facebook page, and someone on there commented that they know of him, and he is, a totally, consu- he is totally consumed with himself. Ed and Bennett's behavior is so childish, but he makes a great TV. The late night dates, both of them, were so staged. Chris Harrington even said it was 2 a.m. I wish I looked like Taysha at 2 a.m., but sadly not. Don't put yourself down, Lorraine. Uh, finally, the truth or dare game with the orgasms. What the hell was that about? Absolutely pointless and cringeworthy. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You two are hilarious and your podcast is brilliant. One of the best. Until the next time, your friend Lorraine. So, Dave... That's brilliant. Thank you, Lorraine. And I do agree, we are two of the funniest people ever, but no, 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 we're not. (laughs) But no, what a great email, Dave. And and I think as well, the situation with Noah is everyone's out for themselves. And if someone knows him, he's going to be like the chasing situation. Look, it was all staged, the jumping over the fence in the wrestling, the fucking moustache thing I've called out. He knows what he's doing, Dave. He's a fucking wannabe, isn't he? Let's be honest. But I like that when we get little little tidbits inside of stuff, Dave. It's sort yeah. of um, it's all what the show's about. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I'm leaving the door open um, to the fact that they've just picked all these worst bits, and the fact that you know people can get this villain edit. Um, but yeah, I mean, Noah seems like a prick as well, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, it does, <laughs> just, to be fair. You know, getting off the fence there, um, and and the fact that it, it, Lorraine's absolutely right. The fact that I think it was easy, wasn't he? He was saying, you know, you haven't had this conversation with me. And all the guys were there. And it's like, come on, who who said that to you? Who here has said that to you? And if he's had a single conversation, why wouldn't you call that out? Why wouldn't you say, oh, well, me and Bennett were talking. Bennett, you said that to me. If anyone had actually said that, he, he would have called them out there, there and then. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that, Dave. I, th- I think you're right. And and look, at the end of the day, it, it's all part of the show, isn't it, Dave? It's why we're sat here debating this again. We've gone on another uh, <laughs> bonus episode, haven't we? So it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. It's, yeah. it's exactly what we want. And Lorraine's right, Dave. And the fact that she's she praising me and you again, that's brilliant. So thank <laughs> you, Lorraine. I re- honestly, I mean that. It's so nice. Yeah, and and I agree. Like The truth or dare game with the, with the orgasm, I mean... Uh, 
again, it's just to make some of these guys look like massive bell ends. You know, you've got Kenny there. It, it was obvious he was going to go, I think, fairly soon. Um, don't recall him having any real quality time or any connection with Taysha at all. But, you know, him giving the old orgasm down the phone and, and Bennett as well. You know, I, I thought what the best bit of that bit was, though, that the other guys didn't know what was going on. And it was obviously getting broadcast through some speakers or something. And they're like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was pretty pointless, but I did like that aspect to it. No, it was great. And and just on a side note, Dave, as you were talking, I found the Bush Tucker trials. Nice. So I'm going to get them sorted today. I'm going to edit them and put them on. Um, what do you mean, I'll edit? Put no, no, put them together, these three videos. Oh, so right, put them right, together right. as one. Well. I can't put them on Twitter as, you know, they're too long. It's about 15 minutes. So I'm going to put them as one video. Don't worry, Dave, I'm not going to <laughs> slim myself down or do something. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's easy for you do to watch. I've got, I've got to grab them. Yeah, I've got, to, I've got to grab them off Facebook, but I'll be getting my editing skills on. So I've got them, Dave. Oh, you're going to be heaving, mate. No, nice, nice. I can't yeah, wait. I, I, I don't know why. I, I didn't realize it was filmed. You've told me the story like five times. Um, yeah. But I, I think, yeah, I, I don't know why. I just never even asked. Because wasn't it through Key 103? I thought it was through a whole radio station. It was. It was so so the, the whole background was at one point from around about 2007 to about 2012. I couldn't stop winning competitions, Dave. You, you, you know, we were on Facebook then. We weren't as close as we were in the band. I think towards the end of you leaving, I'd started, but I was winning. Like, I won a trip to Japan through Key 103, um, but I took the money. So I, took, I got like <laughs> nearly two grand in my back pocket, Dave, instead of going to Japan. I won a, a trip to Australia. I won PlayStation uh, 2 with a load of games. I won two Sony Bravia TVs as part of that competition. I won something like two grand. Uh, in cash, different shows. Uh, there was one I lost, which was to go to New York, and I had to do like a running race with about five other people, Dave, around Manchester finding stuff. And you know me, I've got the stamina. I'm the slowest, snailish person you've ever seen. I so say. I lost that. Oh, oh right, end. okay. I, I, was I, say, I lost no it, Dave. Yeah, won a race. <laughs> <laughs> with yeah, anyone. no, trust me. I'm the guy who looks like he's running really fast, but I'm actually on like a treadmill against other people and I'm not going anywhere. So I lost to this guy and he went, he went to New York, but we won like, I've won like theater trips, money at restaurants, free meals. I, I literally knew how to get through on this phone line every single time. It got that bad. I used to go on and I used to have to go on as like my brother, Dave, and that one day the fucking <laughs> presenter went, thanks for that, Chris. Even though I was on there, is like, oh, really? brother Adam, or you mean, what else? My granddad once, John Rainey. I went, yeah, my name's John Rainey. The guy's like, thanks, Chris. They just knew. But there's no, I wasn't doing anything wrong. It was just that I kept getting through. And it was a, a running joke for years. People messaged me going, how the fuck are you winning all this competition? I said, I just know when to ring when the competition was about to play. They play a song and I ring at that point and usually could get through. And I think we'd get through every single time. But the amount, honestly, Dave, I'm not exaggerating when I say I must have won about 10 grand in about three or four years in competitions. <laughs> nice, nice. So, so this, was, this was the ultimate. We went to Airs Rock and everything. It was fantastic holiday. And Sam had always wanted to go. And I mean, I'm not a tight arse, but me thinking, how the hell am I ever going to take it to Australia day before? You know what? I'm taking one for the team. I'll eat the eyeballs. I'll eat the witchy grubs, the locusts. They had it all. So, uh, yeah, it kept a very happy day. Nice, nice. Well, you have to get back on the competitions, won't you? Because you, you don't... Uh... 
You say you you won them. For me, it's like a statistical thing as well, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's you, if you enter a load, you'll win a percentage of those. But um, just you need just, to get comping again. again. Dave, exactly. And the primary, and it's a bit more difficult now because of social media, because it's all about texts and WhatsApps and stuff like that. They don't do that open house, just ring this number. It's very right, difficult. Right. Or if they do, most of the radio stations are national. So you're fighting with thousands of people. So I just don't do them anymore because I've got less chance yeah. of getting through. And it's also as a similar um, experience is the recent console launches, Dave. You know me, I've got both of them, PS5, Xbox, I'm a massive gamer. I told everyone months ago, get your pre-orders in. It's going to be like a lottery. We're in a pandemic, all the shops are going to be shut probably. I second-guessed everything, Dave, and I got four consoles, two for members of my family who think I'm the best uncle ever, one for me, uh, PlayStation for me, and Xbox for me, and then also, you know, when the Xbox come out, I had two Xboxes. Well, I had about 10 consoles come to my house for members of the family. The amount of people, Dave, who were ringing me and messaging me going, fucking hell, can you get me a console? I'm like, it's like having a competition. I told you months ago. You're going mad, aren't you? If I'd make no money on it, I would never do that. You know, you were laughing because you were like... You fucking like, should at least like... stick a tenner on there or something. I know, I can't do that to me. I can't do that to friends and family, Dave. I can't. I mean, these people out there selling for like $1,500 and uh, £1,500, you know, they, they're just idiots who've just got loads of yeah, them. I that, did it genuinely. That's too much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the, the, it's competition is the way you do it. it you, the, it's like when someone wins the lottery and they go, they're lucky bastards. Like, did you buy a ticket? No. Well, there you fucking go. You've got to be in it to win it, as they say, aren't you? There's yeah. no point moaning about it. So yeah. anyway, we've gone on a completely different <laughs> tangent there, Mr. Horrocks. But I guarantee, guys, this video will be going up today, definitely, especially on Facebook. I'll put it together. Nice. Now, Chris, where can everyone get in contact with us if they want to drop us a mail or tweet or what have you? Um, as always, guys, on social media, at CD Reality Cast on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And if you can, get over to Facebook, guys. Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast is over there. Come and join the channel, and you'll see the video today of me eating all nasties, Dave. So, uh, yeah, we'll get that up there. Nice. All right, mate. Well, have a good rest of your day. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Bye now.